The following is a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. We're from the North Yet that way. I can tell I've seen it through. Rumpus time is over. What are you saying? I say you'll flip you. He'll what? Flip you. Flip you for real. Yeah, I'm shaking. Come on. Okay. Answer my question. Can you hit me in the back. Flip you. Flip you for real. Hello. All right, heavens and welcome in, you fucking hooligans, and happy Halloween. Happy, uh, you know, three weeks before Thanksgiving or whatever it is that we're at right now. Wow, because, that's wild. Yeah, we, we made it through uh, the month of October. It's been a while since we had a little podcast here, and... We've got some leftover Halloween candy. Mike's enjoying that. Digging in. I've got some bullshit uh, rosé. I appreciate this look you've got going on here. Do you? You've got a blunt in one hand, a half-filled rosé bottle in the other, and you're wearing the the puffy vest with a hoodie underneath. It's like if a uh, a very well-to-do white woman brought home a guy from the South Bronx to piss off her father (laughs) and somehow procreated. (laughs) daddy issues yeah. on top of basic bitches and all that kind of stuff so uh lots to get into today lots to do um one of the things that i've been thinking about is how mike told me that he's now enjoying and we are enjoying some adult yeah. beverages but you're breaking your sobriety well i you observed during october i broke it last night at the stroke of 1201 but yeah i did sober october it was uh, interesting now what was the motivation for doing that and did that include marijuana? Oh, yeah. Included everything. All inebriants. Yeah. Talk to me about why you did that. I don't want to give it a shot. Like, I needed a challenge for the month, and that was it. So that was the reason. It was just a challenge yourself. Yeah, I mean, I've been cutting back on my drinking um, probably since uh, last... Yeah, you've been talking about that for a while. Last winter, just, just to feel good and not be pumping so much shit into my body. Um, but, uh, yeah, October was coming up. And uh, it was like a week out. Uh, I was listening to Rogan do his Sober October uh, preview podcast because he does it with uh, Tom Segura, Ari Shafir, and Burt Kreischer. Okay. Um, and what's the again? Are they doing it just to do it, or what? Uh, the- they do it. They do it as a competition amongst the, their little group, and they encourage fans to join in. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll give it a shot. Uh, so I did. Um, yeah, no booze, no drugs, um, and I also added no jerking off to porn. So, I was allowed to jerk off. I just couldn't use porn as an accelerant. Okay. So, when you're... God, there's a lot of material here. So, when you're jerking off sans porn... Yeah. Are you drawing on, like, personal experiences? Imagination, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, is it more so... Because, I mean, look, I, I, a I have a... memory. Well, yeah, I'll have a good jerk-off oh, yeah. every now and then without <coughs> porn. Yeah, it's great. Um, and largely it's because I was probably reminded of a past hookup yeah. or, like, maybe I saw somebody that I was like, damn, you know, like, that's something I would definitely get exactly. involved with. Exactly. You see, if I see a big, a large-breasted blonde with, like, a fat ass walking down the street, reminds me of a time that I banged a large-breasted blonde with a fat ass. Right. Because you haven't been watching porn for a fucking month, it really gets you cranked up. Like, oh, shit, yeah. And you get home, you're like, hey, hey. Yeah. Yeah, so it's good shit. You know, in a lot of ways, actually, those are kind of the best masturbations that you can have. 
Well, those are, that's always that's a great tug. Yeah. Now, because see, I, and this is where I'm crossing over the, into the a porn territory. One, you know what? The but jerking off to pornography is like, I mean, it's a lot of fun. It's like the it's like the fast food of coming. I feel like great call. Yeah, and I don't even know if I can possibly if I can really put it on the same level as fast food because I never, I never really. I shouldn't say never, but I'll put it to you this way: I've never not finished fast food. Because of my shame or bad feelings towards it, I always finish the fast food. You do and that. Then that feel like does that shit. happen with porn? There's times you're just sitting there with a fucking rod, and you're like, you know what? Mom wouldn't like this. No, it's, it has nothing to do with. I can't quite put my finger on it. It has nothing to do with uh, like someone that knows me disapproving or. It's like not feel. It's like not finishing. I'm a just po- like not. Fe- I'm just like oh god, it's, this whole fucking thing. I can't like, fucking yeah, do porn it's like right not, now. I close the window. I put my phone down, and I'm not going to jerk off right then. It's I just, like I'm not finishing a pint of ice cream because you look up and you catch your reflection in the TV. And you're like, God, and you're my like, god, it's fucking I am, disgusting. I'm disgusting. Yes. I get that, and that's part of the reason I... I think that's it. That's, that's all I can... I, I, I don't even know how to explain that, it, to That's part honest. of the reason Sometimes I... Sometimes you're just like, fuck this. I included porn in it, not not because I feel any particular shame for it, but because I was like... Because it was just becoming too much of a... Uh, a thi- Like, it was becoming too much of a part of the routine. Like, it was like, you know... Oh, porn was? Yeah, like, up oh, end of the day. Like, because I'm, I'm... Porn has been part of my life since, like, sixth grade. And like uh, you know, I was at the Exotica convention last week, which was a blast. Oh yeah, how was that? Oh, so much fun. They, the porn people are the nicest people in, in the world. They're they're cool. It's just naked chicks and tits everywhere. Uh, huge sex toy displays. It's it's a it's really a lot of fun. We're uh, interviewing people about their uh, their ass eating habits. Uh, just a fucking blast. Ass eating habits. Yeah, well, we want you mean to, like from a technique perspective. Uh, we had we had the porn stars weigh in on technique, and we interviewed the general public at the uh, the event on whether they eat ass. You know, when was the last time they had their salad tossed? Mm-hmm. You know, if they didn't eat ass, wh- you know, why not? Mm-hmm. Uh, so all mm-hmm. sorts of. We dove into the uh, now. Where the do subject. you stand on the ass eating? Subject? I'm I'm all about. It. I've never had my ass eaten. I've had my taint licked. You know, during a blowjob before. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've never, uh, I never even thought to push a girl f- uh, lower because, to me, the the male anus is just such. You know, I'm I'm used to being around like Marines and football players and fucking dudes, and we're always like you know farting and, sure. and talking about taking big shits. So like the thought of being with a chick physically after she's had male ass on her mouth just just doesn't do it for me. Mm. Um, what, to the point where would you actually? disqualify no. a potential sex partner no, no, if you no. knew that she had, in fact, enjoyed eating male ass in the past. No, no, no. A chick who eats male ass probably gives a hell of a blowjob. But I just, I don't know if I would want to be in that session. I say. With. There has to be at least one partner of separation with the ass. One eating. partner. Just, you know, a couple, you know, a couple, a couple wake-ups and toothbrushings. Okay. So then what if you were to go so far as to say to your lady of the night, you know, I, I'm interested in oh, doing look, this. If but- a fucking, if, look, I always, with some of these sexual scenarios, I always say, if there was an escort paid for and, and, and waiting even, at my apartment. Yeah, I don't even know why I said lady of the night. Yeah, I, but I, no, if. I didn't mean it in that way. But let's I meant say, it like, let's say I, you had a regular hookup partner and you were like, you know what? I'm down for that, but I just can't kiss you for the next two days. 
First of all, I don't even it know would, if that would I go guess, over well. I guess that would have to. I mean, it wouldn't even. It would literally, like, you know. The, but would you be okay with that? I would be if she was going. If it would have to be the culminating act in our sexual event. I see. Like it would, for that. It would. That's the only way. And I assume that once you've hit that level, it, you're reaching a crescendo of some kind. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, do you yeah. have any qualms about photos of illicit activity? Um, I mean, just because I, I work for a massive corporation, then you're uh, gonna just say, don't yeah. put me in it. Um, I'll, but I'll if you want to like, if you want to put like, no, 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 I, I was going to do like one of these things. But oh I'm just yeah, do... yeah, yeah. What do you think? Oh yeah, that's per. <laughs> there's there's comedy. You I you almost I feel like might want to landscape it so you can very clearly see that oh, it's rosé. Oh, okay. All right, this is fucking great radio by the way. I keep Shut I, the fuck up. I mean, John, no, this John is of Sweden will deal with it. These so. are the asides that make talk radio so much fun. Well, why don't you I have a person here. Why don't yeah, you that's actually true. take What am picture? I uh, There you go. <sighs> I held that shitty wine in my mouth while you did that, so that actually kind of worked. Um Anyway, the things we do for entertainment. Yeah. So, I'm getting back to the ass eating. You're good on this. Yeah, for now, for now, for now. So I should dud it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put it. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't need to go back and forth with it anymore. All right. I'll eat the fuck out of a chick's ass. Interesting. If that's what you're. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Because the female, uh, uh, you know, obviously, I'm not going to eat a chick's well, because, filthy I mean, female, ass. Well, no, I was going to say women don't take shits. Well, they they Pure absolutely rainbow shirt. They abs they ass. chicks be fucking defecating, man. Uh, uh, um, but no, I you're really gonna do me like that, aren't you? Um, Break my fucking heart. Yeah. Well, I t- you know, well you but you spend so much time in the vicinity of the male ass that I can't imagine a, a chick taking a shit would be that big of a deal. I feel like a sh- a, a fucking but see, I'm not a recently s- dumped female ass is still. To me, cleaner than like a freshly showered male well, you ass. You know what? This, see, this is. I feel like we just put ours through so much fucking. No, there, there's zero question about that. And this is an interesting uh, topic to sort of get into. Not one that I necessarily even anticipated getting into, but even I'm not that huge a fan of the male ass. Yeah. But I'm also it not really that huge is a, a fan. Just a, a horrific place. But I'm not that huge a fan of the ass in general. I enjoy. From an observation standpoint, the female ass, and I enjoy the sensation uh, let me tell of you. female ass while pounding vag. But I don't a, have a lot of interest in rectum a on well, either side. A well-manicured female rectum, like a well-taken-care-of female asshole, is, is like an extension of their pussy. Like, it's just good shit. You... Um, you Oh, yeah, that's right. Put, I yeah, put her on hold for a few. Good, yeah. Like it's just a, it's just a fantastic thing, and like, you, I if I think if you polled the general public, a um, hundred a hundred women, if they um, liked getting their asses eaten, you would get a. They would they would tell you, uh, maybe twenty to thirty percent would tell you that they do. What in if reality, they were actually being honest. In reality, I was going to say, in real because anal, I feel like anal play in just a lot of uptight, fucking Caucasian society mm. is just so like uh, I don't do that. But Ooh, if you were, Caucasian. but if you were to lift the fucking, if you were to start peeling the onion back, Ooh. 
and and fu- like uptight Caucasian peeling the onion. You would like I'm talking like I'm like say the average chicken Hoboken, right? If if well, you're so getting being a, honest, yeah, it's like 90 percent. Yeah, I would. Th- or if if some if if a guy was eating them out and just fucking went for it, I guarantee you the overwhelming bulk of them would just be like, "Yep." Yeah. Well, look, I mean, I'll tell you as a recipient of ass eating, it's absolutely incredible. You got a good rimmer? Oh, it's absolutely incredible. I mean, there's not much better. Yeah. Getting a nice rimmer. Yeah. But, you know, um, it's not always available. It's not always an option. You got, yeah, because you got to be with someone who's willing to. Well, uh, you know what? I'll, t- I'll put it to you this way. One of my favorite, and I'm sure, I believe we've discussed this on the podcast before, but I apologize if we haven't. I actually kind of apologize if we have also, because I've mentioned it so many times. I can always rehash shit on talk radio, though. But my one buddy in high school, who I no longer speak to, by the way, because he decided that he can't be friends with somebody who's gay and a Republican. Um, What does that mean? I'll just let that marinate for a second. What does that mean? It means that for him, it's so nonsensical. It's so antithetical. That someone would be both conservative and in a same-sex I'm assuming, relationship. I'm assuming he's a liberal. You know what's so funny about him is he doesn't give a shit about politics. He's just bothered by his. He's one of the most he's fucking bothered, Larry David, Richard Lewis motherfuckers he's I've bothered, ever met in my life. He's bothered by what he perceives as hypocrisy yes. to the point that he can't be friends with yes. you. Yes, it seems like he's the one with the problem. He's got fucking tremendous problems, <laughs> but I really fucking miss this kid. You know what I mean? Like the other fucking day. So my cousin, you've spent enough time around me to know that I use the term nasty. Almost like a an impressionist painting. I, I I say somebody's nasty. I say this is nasty. Yeah. I mean it in a very varied. It's a very multifaceted yeah. term. A lot of, a lot of New Jersey language is like that. Yeah. So most of the time, when I say somebody's nasty, what I mean is that they're really fucking like over the top, sort of cartoonish. There's something about them that I just don't kind of care for. But I also find it amusing on some level. Yeah. Um, you've developed. You've really developed your own little definition here. It is. It's a very, very important term to my because vocabulary. there are there are a number of uses for nasty kind of out there in the lexicon. Like nasty, like sick, super good. Nasty right. as in like kind of ratchet. Right. Fucking nasty as in mean. Like right. Fuck. The, yeah, none a of lot. those really apply to me per se. Yeah. I'm more. I'll give you the example. My cousin texted me, and he nasty, said... A nasty fart would be like a really stinky... Right, right. A very superlative right. kind of wording to it. By the way, that's a word that I really can't stand. Stink with the Y at the end of it. Also, smell really? with the... You don't oof. like stinky? It, stinky and smelly, I just can't fucking stand his words. They, like, twist my insides. I have a problem with potty. Interesting. That disgu- it's just so like do a- you think there's something in the human brain with the Y end to it? Because I'm not making this up. I'm being fucking serious. For me, potty... Potty is just such a fucking, like... Pussy ass. Co- yeah, it's such a... Like, if you raise your kid... See, I can't... Fu- I feel the same exact fucking way about smelly and, and stinky. I feel I'm like, like stink- what the fuck? I- are we in fucking th- preschool? I, see, I feel like those... It ki- fucking stinks. I feel like those... Fucking smells like shit. I feel like those can be used in such, like, a comedic way. Like, be like, man, you a smelly motherfucker. Like, I guess so. And, like, I do enjoy... Stinky ass bitch. You know, like... Yeah, I guess, but I just prefer fucking stinks. Oh, you a stinky bitch. Like, you yeah. a stink. She had a stinky ass pussy. Ugh. 
<laughs> like I feel like you can't you can't argue with she had a stinky ass pussy. But I just then I get but I'm hit then with that. See, I feel like I have a very sensitive sense of smell. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like I'm hit with whatever that smell really is. When you hear the word stinky? Yes. So it's it's you're the one that's being kind of a pussy. Cause you can't handle it. Fuck. It's kind of fucking true. Yeah. Well, We're I don't not fucking the like it, right? The no, fuck that. <laughs> fucking words. The word smelly is fucking pathetic. Shut the fuck up. I hate that fucking word. Smelly motherfucker. Oh, fucking terrible. So anyway, the whole point that uh, of bringing up uh, Sober October, by the way, is not that I was really all that interested in it. I was interested in it as a proxy to No Nut November. That doesn't seem healthy. Right? Yeah. Like, what's the upside there? Why do, the, why do you do it? Why do it? Is it a competition, you think? I guess. I mean, I've had... So there have been situations, like, in the Marine Corps when I was, like, out in the field or whatever, mm. or, like, when I was at uh, OCS where, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, there's not really opportunities to jerk off. So I've gone stretches without it. And, I mean, eventually you just wind up coming all over yourself in your sleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you'll be, like... You'll be in the middle of a fucking dream about, like, hanging out on the beach and then... In the dream, a seagull will start sucking your dick, and you'll just wake up covered in cum. No. And you'll be like, did I just fucking cum all over myself? Dude, it's fucking true, man. To the thought of a seagull sucking my dick. No, I don't know about the seagull. But, like, you know what I I mean? Like, it's always, like, a preposterous situation. I'll put it to you this fucking way. You'll be, like, making a sandwich, and then you'll look down... And you'll see your dick covered in peanut butter and jelly between two slices of bread. Look. And you'll start fucking the sandwich. I'll put it And to you'll you, wake up just covered in jizz. I'll put it to you this like, way. Like, that's what it's after three weeks of, of not jerking off. That's, I, that's what it, you get to. Yeah. So this, this happened to me after, I think it was less than two weeks. This was a couple years ago, whatever it yeah. was. I went down to spend some time with my parents at, at their, ha- their beach house where they live now. And I was just... In a different mode. I was going to the fucking beach every day, drinking wine with my parents. You don't at whack night. off like when I, you're uh, staying at your parents' uh, shore house? For whatever reason, I just wasn't at that time. Oh. It wasn't that I was I wait consciously till, avoiding it. I wait until everybody goes up to the beach. <sighs> no, look, it was, I, I'm being honest. With, I wasn't like consciously avoiding it. I wasn't. Um, I had a smartphone then. It wasn't like I didn't have access to porn or whatever it may be. I just. For whatever reason, I was in like a different headspace. I hate when fucking people say that. But I've, I really enga- was. I've engaged in so much sexual activity at my parents' chore house. It's not even fucking funny. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, it's again, I've, I've, I have there as well. But it's not that I, it's not that I haven't. I just for whatever reason, I wasn't in that wet place, and um. I, I had a wet dream, and I was like, "What am I fucking <laughs> seven years old?" No, like, man, you go a couple weeks, and uh, yeah. It happens. But it doesn't... I don't understand. So, no, not November. Like, in some ways, it's kind of crazy that people can get through the whole month. Yeah, I don't understand why you would do that. You must be... You have to be a very boring person, I feel like. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, because... Because if... Yeah, the only fucking boring people don't have anything to jerk off about. And they're not out there fucking. I mean, I guess in some ways, you you can't must not have a significant other. Yeah, but even if you're single and you're normal... Well, you're you could be married and have no nut November. Fucking whack like a motherfucker. You could definitely, have ma- you could definitely be married and have no nut November. Like, I just can't imagine anyone who's relatively interesting 
going an entire month without coming. Yeah. No, it's hard to imagine. All right, so I have a story I want to tell. Um, I was coming back from the city. I had worked that day. And it was an odd day where my schedule was such that I was working earlier than I normally do. So I think I worked like a a 10 to 6 or like a 9 to 5 or something like that. And, um, you know, you take the train back from Penn Station. It's a different crowd than Hoboken, for sure. You take the train back from Hoboken, you pretty much know that you're not going to have any problems, if you know what I mean. Like, no one's going to fuck with you on the train. There aren't going to be any weird people. Like, the most that's going to happen is that somebody's going to tell somebody to shush on the quiet car. Yeah. Which... Don't get me wrong. There's been situations where I, not that I was the one That's talking. Appropriate thing it to is. Do. It is. And yet it also sort of like puts me on edge that that encounter is happening. Do you oh, know really? What I'm I I'm different. I hear my fucking talking on the quiet car. I sit there wait because I'm not I don't have the energy to deal with that social interaction myself. Right. But. I, I know that someone does because that's the kind of group okay, that rides I think the quiet we're on the same car. Pa- I think we're on the same I page here. I love that they're going to do it for me. Yes. I'm like, okay. here, come on, bring it. I'm like, I know it's coming. Oh, okay. okay. I like, I'm like, so like we're on 10, the same page. Nine. Yeah, eight, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden you just hear some fucking. Excuse me. This some, is the quiet car. Some fucking white chick. Yeah. <laughs> tell, tell the, uh, excuse me. This is the quiet car. Yeah. Um, no, you're right. Because in my head, I I'm say, like, yeah. yeah. I cheer for that bitch that says that. You're right. Though. You're right. That's what no, those. No, no, we're on the same page. Yeah. But the problem is that in the moments leading up to that finally happening, because yeah. it's not a guarantee that it's going to. Either that or the conductor is going to get it. Yeah, but that could take a couple of minutes. It's gonna be longer than minutes, that. Yeah. Longer than that. You're rolling your roll the dice at that point. Yeah. Well, you have a very short ride. Well, yeah, because you're talking about going down to like yeah, LBI like train, or whatever. Well, my, my train rides. Uh, tend to be like if I go back to my parents' place, it's like that's a long fucking ride. That's a that's like you know all you might as well be into, taking like the fucking midnight train to Georgia at yeah, that point. All the way into that's you know we're all the way. Can you get all the, the way down to LBI on the train? Oh, not LBI. Well, I do it my parents' place in Fairlawn, which is you know it's a forty-five uh, minute ride. Oh out yeah, of, uh, yeah. Well, see, the funny thing is with the, where where I am in Bloomfield, we're just the first, we're the yeah. second stop. On like the yeah, this is a long very, stops. Yeah, this is a very yours is a very this, that's a quick train ride. Like I go down to I take the train all the way down to like Belmar and shit. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Well, so of course that's totally different from like a distance yeah. perspective. But even if, I'm saying if you're in like Upper Montclair, yeah, you got to get through another fucking like ten stops. I know, but for me, so, so that's what crushes you is the stops. For me, um, what I'm saying is a couple minutes. Like I know eventually the conductor's coming through and telling this person to shut up. So I'm usually not overly bothered by it. Right. Because I tend to be on longer rides. I'm like, oh, it's a, small, it's a smaller fraction yeah. of the ride. I think me. you have more patience than I do. That too, yeah. Did we talk about the fact I that I'm... I am a better person. Did I talk about... That's fair. Yeah. Did we talk better. about the fact that I'm pissed and really fucking over rude strangers? Or did we do that off the air? We didn't do that on, po- on the podcast, right? Yeah, we started talking about before we started recording. Okay, that's right. You mentioned it. So I'm really fucking over... I wanted and, to hear about And it. actually, this connects to the train. Yeah. So every morning on the train... This that guy we ran on your mom. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> um, every morning, run a train on him like a subway mat, as Lloyd Banks says. I can't. I never know if he says subway mat or subway map map, because they both kind of make sense to me. Went to subway mat. Like to me, it was always like the steps before you got onto the subway. Right. 
it's, it's subway map. Thing, yeah. It's subway map. All right. Um, but yeah, so when I'm on the train every morning, this guy, this this shorter gentleman with a with white salt, this sort of salt and pepper hair and a scruffy salt and pepper beard, he's very forceful with his suggestions and demands as the trans conductor, yeah. as is his want to an extent. Yeah. However, I feel like. I, I I feel like this is a, it's almost like a necessary trait for a rush like a all right all right rush hour now he, heads up Mike's already heard me describe this yeah. whole situation yeah. so he's had thoughts in the back of his head yeah. for a while I'm a, I'm he's a, fucking flexing I'm right a now. mass transit rider yeah so I well, do so have fucking yeah, I. I have opinions well, on so this. I'm yeah, fucking yeah. I go on go on what are you like special now no I have I, I have I have thoughts about this especially as a bus rider okay yeah you are more of a bus rider than yeah. I am yeah I used to take the 320 bus which was a park and ride bullshit jitney that goes from North Bergen into Port Authority and it was good for me with the serious chef that I worked back then yeah but um, I very rarely take the bus anymore right. so should I take it away from you go go, go. no I, I'm just saying you looked at you like almost looked at me Judgingly, that I left this candy with it. No, I love it. No, I'm, f- I'm all about it. And you did this say like the, you said the Heath bar is underrated. The Heath bar is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. No, th- I mean, I dude, I burned so many fucking calories that like a little chocolate binge yeah. ain't no thing. I walked uh, to and from the gym today, did a very he- heavy deadlift session, and uh, yeah. So you don't even do cardio, do you? No, I do. Really? Um, yeah. Um, but when you lift, do you really need to do cardio? Um, no, I mean, I just do it for the extra conditioning and, uh, you know, you burn a few more calories. Yeah. yeah. Cause I mean, like in a lot of ways, like personally, I wish I wasn't such a pussy when it comes to getting up early. Not that I'm, I'm better than some people, but I get up in time to do the treadmill. Now yeah. I don't really get up enough. I don't get up early enough to lift, but if I, th- I felt like if I did lift like the way that I would like to doing like a quick circuit or like lightweight, like high rep workout, I probably wouldn't need to do cardio. Um, you don't have to, but I, I just, you know, I choose to, cause you want to be like extra. Cut yeah. Up or whatever. Yeah. I mean, you should try to get s- some elevated heart rate training mm. going. Yeah. Like sprinting. Or yeah. Whatever, something something like like that. That. yeah. Um, anyway, so when I'm on the train in the morning and some days I'm still sweating if it's humid out because I did my fucking bullshit treadmill, um, this guy comes through and when he enters the train car, this is what he says. Tickets! Take them out! Yeah. And is this during rush hour? Yeah, I mean, it's a 9.15 train. Uh, mor- yeah, it's morning. All right. So I don't like that he says that like that. Even if he threw a please in there with that tone. F- perfectly fine. We're, we're good. We're done. I, my phone's ready. By the way, my phone's always fucking ready. Yours I'm not going to be a dick. Yours is. I'm not going to be a dick to this guy. Yes. And look, have there been times where it won't load properly or whatever it may be, and I'm the guy, I'm that asshole? Yes. And do I feel badly? Yes, I do. But but fuck this guy with his tone. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, throw a please in there. He's not yelling at you. It doesn't matter. What he is... They're paying customers. They're still fucking paying. But no, there's... So many of how about tickets, please. Good morning, everybody. Wouldn't that be fucking nice? Because you, I I feel tickets. Take them out. Go fuck yourself. How about that? First of all, he has to ask this on every car over and over and over again. All well, that's his fucking job. It is, but 
there are so many idiots riding public. You're a regular rider. You understand the the uh, the ebb and flow of the experience. You know when to have your your ticket out and ready. You are like the in, you're like me. We're in the one percent of mass transit riders who help make. I don't things know if it's quite that elite. Go but faster. It, 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 there's a certain percentage of people. most mass transit riders are fucking idiots. Have you observed how how no, incredibly fucking stupid the and need. slow they no, are? Look, I if totally... you don't crack that fucking whip, and you, like you talk about you the, you do have to crack the whip. You, you talk about the uh, uh, silent car anxiety you get when someone's making noise. You know what fucking sucks is be, is having the presence of mind to say, okay, the conductor's in the car, and I have to show him my ticket. I'm gonna have it out and ready, and then he gets on, and all of a sudden it's fucking. Two dozen people going doing this fucking yep. oh yeah yep. and and the, the idiots who don't ride the train often who just they didn't they didn't buy one at the fucking thing right. so they got to buy one with fucking cash right, right, right. and the whole thing has to be explained to them and you're just like no you no, know, no no I want to go back to drinking my beer eating my sandwich reading my fucking book I want to fucking wait I I you're love right. the gruff the the gruff conductor okay but here's the thing you get so many more flies with honey. And I totally understand but the need to tell everybody to get their fucking cell phone out. So many, they're just so many idiots. But throw that- it in there. Look, I've observed both. I've seen the guy. There's this guy that on the on the let's call it the seven eighteen Penn Station seven eighteen p.m. Station home on the Montclair Booten line. So westbound. This guy's a fucking artist. Okay. Nice fucking dreads. Hey, hey, little mama to all the to all the women, you know, knows yeah. what he's doing, makes it clear when he's entering the present a presence to, to get your phone out and please have your tickets ready and all that kind of shit makes it clear. That's the sign of a good fucking conductor. Yeah. You don't want to come in there as a meek motherfucker, but he does it with a charm. And I'm telling you, this guy's the fucking man. This guy's great. I want this guy fucking running New Jersey transit someday. You know what I'm saying? But this fucking guy, I'm like, aren't you ready to retire, Pops? Tickets, take him out. Go fuck yourself. Again, I can't say it enough. I'm fully in favor of transit riders just being treated like absolute fucking cattle. But that's just bullshit. move them along. Move no, them along. No, no, that's wrong, I say. Wrong. Nope. Wrong entirely. And I won't have it. These are the people who are slowing me down. You're, you're sitting there. You're getting to where you're going. What do you mean? The, no, the engineer, these are the kind of people. The engineer doesn't know shit. Nobody could pay for the ticket. These are the Nobody same. could pay, and they'd still get to where they're going. These are the same people, because I ride the bus. These are the same people. Well, the bus is, I don't even want to get into that. That's these, like hell on earth. These are the same people who get on, and they need to, there's, they don't have the fucking app, or they don't have a bus pass. Oh, bus is hell on earth. I mean, we they're can buying leave it the there, fucking, right? There's a line of people buying their tickets as they get on the bus for just fucking everything up. Those are the people who don't have their ticket out on the train. Yeah, that, the bus is worse, though. The bus is The worse. bus is terrible. It's, it's awful. The bus is worse. It's miserable. Um, all right, so let me tell this story of when I was coming back on the train. By yeah. the way, this is like a very train-themed... It is. And I like trains. And then not do, the trains I, so that you're I. talking about. Yeah. I actually just like trains. Yeah. Trains and bodies of water. Are both things that I'm into. Like, uh, like an autistic fucking 12-year-old. 
I can't wait to fucking tell my cousin Johnny Appleseed, who was my my longtime co-host. Yeah. On this the show. Autistic. No, just he always would get really bent out of shape when I would make that observation and be like, shut the fuck up. No, you're not. Like, that's like a branding strategy. Like, you're like stupid as fuck. Like, you don't care about trains or whatever, rivers and shit like that. But you, I feel like, nailed it a lot more accurately. Yeah. By calling out that it was a very autistic and 12 year old. It definitely is. Yeah. Not to cast aspersions on uh, autistic people. Right. Yeah. Not 2019, because I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I have some tendencies yeah. as well. I mean, look, it's a spectrum, not <laughs> yeah. a... Uh... But anyway, strangers being rude, and I will get to this fucking story about the train, but stepping off yeah. the train for a second, the other day I'm walking on the fucking sidewalk, right? Sidewalk shed? You know, like the the green spray-painted plywood that they put up with around the metal framework that protects you. No, in Manhattan. This is in lower Manhattan. Oh, okay. On uh, Church Street. And, you know, not far from World Trade Center, they've got some bullshit scaffolding up over the sidewalk while they do some bullshit construction. So I'm walking to work and you know how it is. It's like a hallway. It's like a corridor. You you walk down it. You don't know what's coming the other side. Yeah. But you walk down. Yeah. So I did that and I'm walking to work. I'm trying to get to my job. And all of a sudden there's a construction guy pulling, uh, pushing towards me some kind of like wheelbarrow type thing and he gives me one of these like dismissive hand waves towards me now i'd already taken about three or four steps into this corridor yeah and he gives me a dismissive hand wave back yeah saying oh no no i'm coming with this now and he had come out of like a cutout of the uh hall of the wall you know what i mean and but there was enough room let me hold on before you, because I can tell you're fucking itching. You're like no, a, you're I'm like a sprinter about, in the fucking box. <laughs> I'm just thinking about construction workers as 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 a collective and what their personalities. Okay, are. Like whatever. To, they're yeah, human I'm beings. Take, yeah, I'm trying to take take in the situation. Whatever. They're 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 members of the Homo sapien species. Yeah, yeah. They they do. They, I'm a fe- I'm a union member. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I'm organized labor. They're um. They have a certain way about them. This so is anyway, very, this is a very construction worker thing to do. So anyway, this guy's coming, and you know, whatever. They carry themselves with like an air of self. No, no, no. But you know, whatever. Okay, fine. You know what? He's he's the guy pushing the wheelbarrow. I'm the one walking on the sidewalk. So of course, I'm gonna sort of retreat. I'll, I'll retreat back, and uh, you know, step and and get out of this corridor, so he can push the fucking wheelbarrow down this way. Yeah. You know, and. So as he goes past me into the construction site with his wares, I'm looking for a fucking slight head nod and an acknowledgement that I did that. Didn't fucking get it. And you know what I said? I said, go fuck yourself. And then I walked through this bullshit little dingy corridor. Because fuck you. Did you say it loud enough for him to hear? Well, I mean, it's a busy and and, and loud construction site. So I mumbled it it, to yourself. Go fuck yourself. It wasn't. (laughs) <laughs> a five percent mumble. It wasn't so. Let's say one hundred percent is like the normal volume that I would be speaking at. Okay, let's just say one hundred percent in this example is the the volume I would be normally speaking at. And let's say like five percent would be like if I totally said like a bullshit Napoleon Dynamite like go fuck yourself or like something like that. Yeah, I would say I said it at about seventy five. Hear you. I don't know because he didn't care. 
either way. You know what I mean? Like, and, but I was pissed. Like, you know, the fuck you, fuck you, man. How about saying fucking, you know, how about acknowledging the fact that I stepped the fuck out of the way so you could do your job? You know what I'm saying? Like, God, I fucking hate strangers who are rude. That's it, it. You know, rude people in general, you work with them, you live with them, you have to deal with it sometimes. But can we all not agree that you're supposed to just fucking grin and bear it and pretend like you're not a total piece of shit in random interactions? That's what fucking makes society stick together. Yeah, it's the, not being good to people you know. The construction they can fucking worker, take it. The construction worker does tend to carry himself with an air of self-importance. Yeah, you know, it's like, fuck you, man. You know, like, I stepped nah. out of the way so you could, so you could uh, get I'm this Joe wheelbarrow. I'm Joe Sixpack. I'm, uh, I'm, a, I'm a working stiff here. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you know what, man? You're fucking rude. And, and fuck that. Uh, anyways, the woman on the train. Yeah. I'm coming back from Penn Station. And you're an NJ Transit rider, so you know about the double-decker Yeah, love uh, it. trains. Love it, love it. So the double-decker trains have like a in-between car yeah. that's like only the bench one level seating. with the yeah. bench seating. So if you can imagine yourself being on more of a subway type car, as opposed to like a long-term, long-form passenger train, they're bench seating. You're, you're seated opposite the people that are also seated in the same car as you. On the wall of the car. So, you know, I'm sitting in them, and, and, and there's six seats to uh, side. So, for the most part, Outside of like the most packed trains, which I've never even seen this happen, even on even on super packed trains, people stand because nobody sits in all six of the seats on each side. It's it's one, an empty one, a one and an empty one. And that's sort of just like what people do. Uh, Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't sit on some. Yeah. It's just like whatever you you allow that one seat of space. Like maybe I've seen people every now and then in a really busy they're, morning ride. Yeah. Sit in the one next to the person. Whatever, you get it cuz it's like who wants to fucking stand in the morning? There well, I no, I just I my personal feeling is that we should all be able to to ob- obey this one this this every other seat rule and unless there's you have some some sort of physical malady. Right. You can stand. Yeah, or that, if the card is getting overcrowded and we have to fill the seats to let more right, people Right, and, and that's one thing, exactly. But if if it can be done, if you if there's somewhere for you to stand, you, you should not should not be uh I got it. Uh you should not be fucking sitting uh directly in between two people. Yeah, that's th- totally. that's, an, that's a very off-putting social behavior. Yes. Let's let's sit here with our thighs touching. Okay, so with that as the context, right? It's seven o'clock on a Friday night. I'm heading home. I had worked an early shift that day. And I'm sitting in this bench style seating, three people on each side. So, you know, I'm in the middle. People are on the opposite side of me. You know, like it's three people on this one row. And uh, all of a sudden, this relatively young Asian lady. I would say she's about 25, 26, 27 years old, uh, stumbles into this car. Now, I'll say this. I didn't necessarily know that she was inebriated at first because I'm not really paying attention. I'm reading Twitter on my phone, whatever the hell I'm doing. I'm sort of just bullshitting on my phone. And eventually, she sits down next to me, again, immediately in between me and some other person. So it's like very tight now. And she says to me, do you mind if I sit here? 
Now, immediately, I would say my brain probably put like one alarm up. It's almost like one quick alarm because it's like, why ask? You know what I mean? Like you already sat there. So, yeah. What's the what's the upside now of conversing about this? So I said, oh, no problem. You know what I mean? Like all good. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm totally path of least resistance at this point. It's Friday. I'm done yeah. with the work week. All I'm looking to do is get home, smoke some bud, and kick into like weekend mode. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So as that statement is made, she starts explaining to me that some people in the main rail car had a problem with her trying to sit with them. Now, as she's telling me, oh, none of them wanted to let me sit there. And I'm start. oh, okay, this chick is fucking hammered. Nice. That's when it sort of dawned on me. You smell it for the first time. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, the oh, conversation's yeah. gone on for longer than three or four seconds at that point. Like, it, it smells like every chick you ever made out with at a fucking high school dance. Nailed it. So, immediately, Fucking now, vodka, makeup, and hairspray. So, now that you made that point, I'd like to just point out that not only did the one alarm go off in my brain, but the first slight bit of reserve blood started going towards my yeah. nether regions. You know? Yeah, that is, it is kind of sexy. Now, I'd also like to just point out that, as Mike knows, because I've explained annoying, it to him off the air, sexy. I have a thing, and, I, and I've talked about this on the podcast to some extent, Total thing for Asian shows. Yellow fever. Total yellow fever. So um, as this is sort of playing out, this chick starts talking to me about how she uh, speaks several different languages and she speaks Chinese, um, Mandarin, as I recall. Uh, she speaks Russian. She speaks Polish. And she started saying to me she said you must be polish and i said um actually no i'm you know mostly english irish you know like again i'm i'm largely yeah. humoring this chick yeah because at this point you, in the you whole come from a very pasty people i do i said i'm uk uh yeah. uk mutt you know in many ways and it, and this is not my joke i wish it was but i tell it all the time when i sent in my uh, ancestry dna you know, like DNA 21 or whatever it was, I got back, uh, you, what's the, uh, the, for the sunscreen? SPF 50? SPF 50. That's that... what I got back on my, uh. <laughs> oh, is, oh, oh, uh, you were, I was like, you, I was like, you struggled to land that, but I get the joke. Yeah. <laughs> Again, it's not my joke. And that's why I feel better about it that I fucked it up yeah. completely. Because if it was that? mine. I I still to this day don't know who it was that said that. And I swear to you, it wasn't like some special I saw. This was not a yeah. professional comedian. This was somebody who just like made the observation because I actually got back my Ancestry 21 or whatever the fuck it's yeah. called. And I'm like, I couldn't be any more English, Irish. You know what I mean? Like all yeah. the, whatever, Welsh. You know what I mean? Like get it yeah. all. Sure. Get it the fuck in there fucking exactly <laughs> oh shit with some viking you know what i mean like some slight viking because some fucking you know Aryan came in and like raided the whole thing and yeah. like you know 1400 maybe a little bit of rape and exactly on. so um that's not it's my historical joke. rape so we can mention it, it with levity right and also because this podcast listenership is only in the 20s yeah. um <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time 
this chick kept telling me that I was Polish. So I was like, all right, you know, whatever. She thinks I'm Polish, you know, whatever. That's fine. Um, and I'm like, you know, no, I'm not Polish. So she keeps telling me about how, oh, you know, her her friend that she had that she's moved in with with Nork, you know, um, doesn't understand. And who where is she? And, you know, she moved. She's not there. And I'm thinking, what the fuck is going on with this broad? You know what I mean? Like, God, please just get me home. And then she starts telling me like, oh, you know, uh. We, we could be friends, you know, like, I mean, like, we, we, we seem to get along, you know, like, you're a cool person, like, all this kind of thing. I'm like, yeah, you know, yeah, you're cool, you know, like, no problems, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just trying, again, I'm trying to get through this ride. Yeah. And she goes, or maybe I'll kill you. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, to the point where I wasn't, and I'm being honest, I wasn't frightened, but I was alarmed. Again, I want to use that word, because at no point was I actually thinking, there was no fight or flight response. That's almost like something out of like a horror movie. Like, and then like you would like you would fucking the, the, the lights would go off on the train for a second and then she would be gone when they came back on and then you'd get off and like you'd see her at the end of the platform and then like she'd just be like follow. You'd see her everywhere you went. Yeah. And like that would be like the thing. That, yeah. That's like a. That's like a uh, a weird thing. Yeah, wow. it was really fucking weird. So I was like, well, I hope you wouldn't do that. Or like, you know, I didn't know what the fuck to say. You know what I mean? Like, I was basically just like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck is wrong with this chick right now? So she starts telling me, oh, I'm just kidding with you. And then she goes into the whole, like, you're Polish thing again. Again, I'm telling you, this chick was fucking bomb. Fucking weirdo. So, um... How big was she? From, like, a weight perspective? Yeah. Like, if shit had gotten... You know, physical. Oh no, she was a she was totally a, a thin. Okay. Um, you know, not like a not frail, but just yeah. like a like a waif chick. You know what I mean? Like she Got was it. not. Again, that probably would have factored into my thought. Yeah. Like if she was, you know. Oh, and then at some point she was like, "Oh, where do you think I'm from? What's my? How, can you read my cheekbones and all this kind of stuff?" And I'm like, "What?" And she, I'm, she's like, "What Asian country do you think I'm from?" Like, and I was like, uh, "I don't know, China." You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> You said you speak Mandarin, and she's like, uh, no, I'm Mongolian. Can't you tell my high cheekbone? Again. God damn Mongolian. So it gets to the point where she had told me that she's going and getting off at Newark. And I'm being honest when I tell you that in the back of my mind, I was half thinking to myself, like, damn, it's fucked up that this girl is, like, walking out in society right now. Like, anything could almost happen to this check. You know what I mean? Like she's fucked up, like totally fucked up. So she's getting off at Newark. And I knew that we're somewhere in between Secaucus and Newark, which if you know, Broad Street, by the way, and if you know where that is, it's only about a 10 minute leg okay. to get between those two different stops. So at some point she starts telling me, and she was, I guess, aware enough to know it, that she's at least getting close to her stop. She's like, so, uh, you know, and, I'll put it to you this way. Her proximity to me yeah. in terms of sitting right next to me had gotten a little more significant. Closer? Yes. Over the five-minute blocks that we had been conversing and yeah. such. Were you, point, I, were you watching her hands? To the point, yes. Because it was to the point where she had started to sort of do the like little bit of like a slight rub with her hand like up against like this part of my arm yeah. or whatever. 
Now, again, I told you, I have a thing for Asians. Yeah, I'd still be worried about a stabbing. I was on a level of, like, 50-50 violence or, like, this chick's going to grab my crotch in, like, a sexual way yeah. any second now. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it was going to go either which way. There was no in-between. It was yeah. violence or pleasure. So, you know, again, being the male brain, I was like, well, let's see how it plays out. Um, you know, but at the same time, uh, we are getting closer to Bloomfield. And she says, you know, I don't want to, I really don't want to be by myself tonight. Like, you know, like, what are you doing? You know, and I was like, oh, I got plans. You know what I mean? Like, sorry, yeah. I'm good. You know what I mean? Like, I hope you're all right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, keep it together. You know, whatever, whatever I fucking said. You yeah. know what I mean? And uh, she's like, oh, no, like, you know, like we should hang out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we've been having a good conversation. And I was like, yeah, Now, yeah, would you be cool. allowed to bring her back for a, uh, like, for group activity? Is that, uh, like, on the... Uh, no, I do not, not... on the menu? No, I, I, I believe that under different circumstances, yeah. with the proper headway, yeah. not that he would necessarily be interested... Yeah. But he would sort of, you know, again, there's probably some humor. It there's some there's some flexibility there. Yeah. It within enough proximity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To I just sort you. of say that to you here. Sure. But that situation would not have lied. Flown. I understand. Flown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The surprise element probably. Yeah, not, and, uh, and the and the intoxication and yeah. the uh, North Broad Street and you know it just it it, it wouldn't have worked. Yeah, I, I could. I, but I could get that. Yeah. I'd be lying to you. If I didn't say when she was saying all that stuff that my member yeah. had not gone Engorged. towards at least yeah. 60, 65 percent full mask. Yeah. Everyone wants to bang an Asian. Yeah. Chick. And, and, and I'm not going to lie. Asian say, chicks were part made of my for mind. Banging. Part of my part of my mind was how it would potentially be interesting how and also really fucking ratchet. There's a word you use oh, yeah. already how, to go see where this would play out. How, but and how excited do you get for, for someone when you find out that they banged an Asian chick? You do get excited. Yeah. You get very, everyone, everyone loves it when someone bangs an Asian. I don't know why, <laughs> but how excited it's like, Oh, by the way, it was an Asian chick. Oh, <laughs> people love that. Is that true? I feel like people love hearing that you banged an Asian chick. I guess that's probably true. But I mean, don't guys in general love hearing that you banged? They whoever do. It may be. Yeah, they do. Yeah, guys. Your friend. I, mean, I had a I had a high school friend who said you're not a real man until you split dark wood. Um, that's good. I've never I've <laughs> I've never banged uh, I've never banged a black chick. I've banged an Indian chick. Yeah, you told that story yeah. on the podcast, actually. I, I, I get, well, see, I what's funny counts. is I remember one time when you talked about on Facebook, I believe, about some sisters who had acknowledged you or appreciated oh, yeah. you yeah. at a transit center of some kind. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, so what happened there? Uh, no, oh, oh no. They, uh, I was walking down the street and they did a drive-by sexual harassment. Yeah. That's why it was great because it was at the time when like the cat calling. Yeah, it was back when they were talking. Everyone was talking about women getting cat called and how horrible an experience it is. Actually, I experienced it. It happened to me, and I was like, "This is this is fantastic." What are you talking about? I was walking down the street with a fucking pep in my step like no other. Oh, yeah, yeah. A very cocky stride after that. You had a cock of the walk. Yeah, you feel great. Um, All right, I'm gonna take a quick pause because I have to urinate. All right. And then uh, we'll probably refresh our general beverages if that's even an option. At I'm this in point. good shit. I got this thing. There's another There's yeah, another truly. fucking couple seltzers in there. Yeah, some seltzers and shit and some beers. Um, grapefruit beers, I yeah. should say. 
And then uh, I guess I'll just go through my mailbag. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what I used to do. I used to just yeah. go through because I haven't even opened my email yet. All right. And see what all's fucking on there. So uh, we'll come back. We'll do the mailbag. He's Montone. I'm James Flippin yeah. on the most American podcast ever created. Heaven's very good. I would just leave that running. There. Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Sucks how that happens. I was fucking totally fine in here. Yeah. And now it's like fucking cold. Yeah, man. It is chilly. If you should, this is a good space to podcast. We should have a space heater for the winter. Yeah. So I do have. I mean, we're probably good for only if we're, you know. Yeah, we're close to the end. Yeah. I can, you know, I can do another 20. I can offer you a jacket of some kind. No, no. I'm not a pussy. I have two layers on. <laughs> I can't. All right. I'm going to, full disclosure. All right. I can't believe. That I just offered a Marine a jacket. Yeah, and I'd like to apologize. <laughs> I'd actually like to apologize. Yeah, I have, I have two layers on. It's not a jacket night. It's actually not. And it's perfect. This garage really isn't bad. No, it's like not bad said, at all. You need, yeah. a, you need a space heater. Because I've also just kind of like tried to watch football out here, pushing it on well, the cold side. And it side. looks like you could probably put some insulation in pretty easily. I've thought about doing it. Like It looks like it would take an afternoon. Yeah. Because, you know, my cousin who lives up in Cedar Grove, uh, she and her husband turned their garage into like a sick, like, yeah, hang out with with like yeah. stadium style seating. And like they they show movies and shit out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? His band practices out there. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's definitely worth it. Uh, all right. By the way, I have my notes on that on that story that I just told. So let me just see. I'm just going to read my notes out of context. And see if there's anything I, I missed. Sure. Oh, there is at least one thing. She told me. All right. She told me that she was drunk. Speaks five languages. Convinced I was Polish. Told me that she's got a, that I have a lot of middle. We'll call it a middle. So like she like was sort of like feeling my body. Oh, (laughs) and so like I guess she body shamed you. Yeah. So there was like something about like my dad bod that she liked (laughs) or whatever. You know what I mean? She said, you got a lot of middle. So she said, maybe she'll kill me and bury me in Texas. I left that part of it out. There was something especially creepy about that particular mentioning of why, why Texas. I don't know. I actually prefer this because that means you know she's not going to stab you on the spot. I guess, but I mean, like, there's no reason that she couldn't kill me wherever and then bury me in Texas. At least now you've got some time to, you know, evade. Felt my back very sensually, uh, got off, but wanted to stay with me. Again, those are my notes from that particular story. So I think I got pretty much all the the main details. Um, All right, let's see. So... To me, this is progress. You know, I think I have a sort of twisted sense of what progress can possibly be, but where it used to be stories in the news about, like, you know, fucked up racial shit, like truly fucked up racial shit, like Emmett Till. Now, it's girls, this girl faking that her dreadlocks were cut by these boys. Yeah. Made up a whole story, got these boys expelled from school or whatever, said that her dreadlocks were cut, that she was forced to the ground. To me, that's progress. 
You know what I mean? Yes, it's awful that this chick would sort of like feel compelled to do that because of the attention and potentially like victimhood yeah. status that she was going to have. From, but better than Tawana Brawley. But, but better than actually happening. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Definitely better than so happening. Progress. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's just an asshole. Right. Oh, uh, this is a horrifying story. Saw this in Barstool. Stuff of pure nightmares for me. So there's this woman who lives in Chicago, and she's known as the Pigeon Lady. Yeah. And she basically will hop out of a cab in random locations, according to this, in Western, or I don't know if these are neighborhoods or streets, Western, Lawrence, and Lincoln, where she'll fling a bag of rice onto the sidewalk outside of a Walgreens, and then she speeds off in her car. She might also start screaming incoherently at anyone who makes eye contact with her in the process. Uh, this next. I was waiting for a show at the Aragon last year. She got out of her car in the parking lot to feed the pigeons. All the kids laughed at her. She yelled at them. Maybe is she like a performance artist? I think she's just like disturbed. She's mentally disturbed. And again, like birds are very unsettling to me. Maybe she's the one who beat up Juicy. <laughs> yeah, she's the one who actually... Wow, we're fucking solving crimes here. Maybe he, he laughed at her. You're talking about Smollett. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so this guy says it's quite a year. He beat himself up. Or it's quite a sight <laughs> to see her walking downtown. And remember Jesse Smollett, who was beat up by himself. <laughs> that was fucking great. Is that Chappelle? Trump. It was so fucking oh, Trump funny. Said that? You see him in Chicago when the police chief didn't show up and he was saying Chicago's worse than Afghanistan. And then he's like, and who could forget Jussie? <laughs> who who was beat up by himself? <laughs> oh, you can't make it up, man. You really can't make it up. So this person says it's quite a sight to see her walking downtown. The birds recognize her, know exactly where she'll throw the rice. They all fly in a giant flock back and forth. Feeding oh, frenzy. Weird. I have a couple of live videos. I was in uh, Washington Square Park um, a couple weeks ago, and uh, there was just a dude sitting on a bench covered in pigeons. They were just sitting all over him. Yeah, see, I don't like that. It's fucking horrifying. Yeah, I don't like that. Uh, somehow, I don't think this environmental story will make much of the mainstream news. There, uh, scientists have determined that this upstate New York lake that 32 years ago was declared fishless, right? No fish there because yeah. of acid rain. There's no fish. They have trout now. They have a, they have a wow. survi surviving and reproducing population of trout. So something we've done from an environmental perspective <clears throat> has reversed acid rain enough in upstate New York to allow these fish to thrive. But cool. you don't hear about that, do you? No, no, you don't. Isn't that interesting? I did not hear about that, although yeah. I don't know if that, if that would have gotten on my radar. <laughs> the upstate New York uh, trout replenishment. So in other words, you're saying that I'm trying to bring up as like a legitimate news story, some straw man about a random ass lake. Yeah, I mean, good for the lake. I don't know. I, well, I did fucking... say I did tell you that I liked bodies of water. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you know. Breaking news. <laughs> um, you know what else? <coughs> you know something that's really, really awkward, and <coughs> something I hate is catching people when they're taking photos or taking selfies of themselves. 
And what I mean by that is that sometimes you're just walking along, especially in a city like New York, and you can't help it. You almost sort of like make eye contact or like see somebody in the act of taking a picture yeah. or taking a picture of themselves. And they're immediately very embarrassed yeah, and self-conscious of the fact that... <laughs> Of the fact that they're doing that. I don't want to cause that in them. Like, in I other do. words, enjoy yourself. Have a good time. I do. I want them to feel bad about taking a selfie. Like well, now, what asshole. if it's not a selfie, though? Picture of themselves? No, just like a just like a picture. Like, what if they're just taking a picture of the, of the well, scenery? I don't think people get them. embarrassed when they're just taking a I picture. see that people also get a little bit embarrassed and self-conscious even when they're just taking photos. That's my point. I, I'd, I have no problem embarrassing. Well, I mean, you're right. Though. Most of the time, it's selfies. Though. Most stupid, of the time, yeah. it's selfies. Yeah. So you like that sort of thing? Yeah. Fuck them. Uh, let's see. Um, all right. What are we talking about here? Oh, you know what was so fucking ridiculous? Like beyond fucking ridiculous. Well, it, honestly, things at this point are so like outside of anything that makes any sense. It's like, I don't even know what to say anymore. But the other day, there was this photoshopped picture of Trump giving <laughs> one of the dogs involved in the raid on... Uh, that was very funny. You know, Al Baghdadi or whatever. That was very uh, funny. And all these, like, legitimate news organizations were, like, putting out alerts and, like, statements that this was, like, a photoshop. Like, it was... Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, fa like, fact-checking it. Yeah, like, uh, really? Really? So, um... A while back, there was this clip from, like, the movie um, Kingsman or something like that that showed an edited thing with Trump's head, like, photoshopped on a character there, supposedly, like, murdering, again, all these other photoshopped characters from that original movie clip with, like, news organizations on oh, their yeah. head or yeah, stuff yeah. like that. And I listened to all the outrage and insanity, and I didn't really give that much of a shit. But then sometimes, like, the Twitter sphere starts making points that, like, even though it's Twitter and, like, most of the time the lowest common denominator, I can't even really, de like, deny what they're saying. And people were saying how there's been things like the Snoop Dogg video where he, like, shot a character who looked like President Trump yeah. in the head. There's um, this live depiction of Julia, like, a, a play in the park in Manhattan, Julius Caesar, where Caesar was Trump, basically, and they murdered him. Um, Kathy Griffin held up that, like, you know, realistic-looking fake bloody head of, of Trump. And you're going to fucking act like some, like, stupid meme Photoshop video is where we draw the line because some yeah. news organization... Like, go fuck yourself. Like, first of all, why? Are the press bigger than the president, for example? Like, do the press... Like, some, do some individual members of the fucking press matter more than the president? Yeah. No. I Fuck guess no. well, I guess the idea there is that like the idea of um, the leader of a of a nation killing the free press <laughs> is uh, it's it's a tad uh, you know antithetical to uh, to I guess the American ideal right I mean we I think we expect our press to be critical of those uh, in in power no matter what and the, the idea that they're they are. The, the media is incredibly fucking annoying and smug and fucking douchey. Mm -hmm. But the idea of as far as their douchiness will extend, the idea of the elected uh, executive of a nation executing them. Right. Could, <laughs> c 
could be considered bothersome to, no, to those I, in the industry. I think my point is not to say that there shouldn't be or wouldn't be a reaction to that video, yeah. even though it was crudely edited and kind of like, you know, there was some aspect of it. Yeah. There was an additional aspect of the story where it was like some GOP organization that had retweeted the video or whatever. So, yeah. I mean, there was more to it than what I'm exactly saying. My point is just to say that the out-of-bounds reaction when compared to much more legitimate and realistic depictions of violence against an individual yeah. have me just saying to myself, like, get the fuck out of here. Like, are you fucking serious? You want me to fucking worry about this when no one really cares when there's, like, parodies of much more realistic depictions yeah. of murder happening? Yeah, I think I, I sit... Uh, the point I sit at is probably... You have every right in the world to make a video of yourself executing the president or executing a CNN logo. It may not be the nicest thing to do. I let you you do it. You should, totally. You, you're right to you on that. Your right to do it should be protected. But you can also be kind of kind of a douche for suggesting either one. No, totally. And I and I I agree with you on that. To me, it's more about the the reaction. Yeah. When comparing the two. Um, how about this? Who says baseball's boring? Now, the Nationals won the World Series. Yeah. Terrible. And, you know, whatever. I'd rather that than, like, the Phillies. I'd rather that than the Marlins, especially now that Harper's on the Phillies. You don't seem to... I don't think the Marlins would bother me. No? No. And the Phillies wouldn't bother you, it seems. Well, the Phillies would bother me more. Not as much as watching you know why, because Nats fans are so fake. Yeah, exactly. It's like, really? The team's been around since 2005. And they're not... It's not people who are from that area, because those people would have grown up as, like, Orioles fans yeah. or whatever. Uh, it's people who moved to the Beltway and fucking... They and didn't have an interest in sports. Yeah, who, and who wants those I bet people? they have a very hipster fan base. Totally. Like a very, like, white... That's why there was Trump was getting booed, because it was, like, wealthy, white fucking liberals at a fucking sporting event. Yeah, exactly. They do the baby... Sh <laughs> they, baby Shark is their song. Like, that's fucking... That's how you know, like... Uh, they, that would be like a fucking hockey team doing Let It Go. Like, yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, exactly. Um... So anyway, baseball, they had this thing where there was a, a vibrator yeah. that was synced up nice. with events in the baseball game. Nice. So if it was a single, it would sort of vibrate a single way or whatever it may be. If it was a double, it had more bells and whistles going on, triple home run, you get it, the whole thing. Um, so... Again, that was a story that I more so brought up and emailed to myself, specifically because I knew time, you would appreciate it. This is the first time someone's thought of baseball to expedite the the orgasmic process. Right, as opposed to just an analogy for... Uh, to hold back during the... Yeah. Or, or oh, I see what you're saying. Baseball, cold showers, Margaret Thatcher naked on yeah. a cold day, as Austin Powers they're, used. They're thinking about baseball to make themselves come. Right. But there's Opposites. always been, but there's always been the analogy with first base, second oh, base, yeah. third yeah, base. Yeah, there's that as well. And you know, meat loaf's record with you know yeah. like Phil Rizzuto. Um, this is interesting. I saw I got an email. <laughs> I got an email from this thing. We're all like subscribers to it at my iHeart Radio job about um, 
supposedly why women don't listen to podcasts. Again, we get these like inside radio newsletter things that are talking about podcasts and stuff. So it says podcasts, male, female listening gap is narrowing. The well, pod- chicks are into like those murder podcasts. Yeah. So the podcast gap between men and women continues to close according to newly released data from Edison Research based off its annual report. The increase in female listening is especially encouraging for podcasters since women podcast listeners tend to listen to more podcasts than guys. Yeah. Why aren't more women listening? Well, a lot of industry conversation has been focused on content and host gender. Chicks aren't into interesting shit. But the, the data suggests technological barriers are a bigger <laughs> hurdle. These dumbasses don't know how to press record. <laughs> I said they, oh, if they can't find them, they worry about the data. They don't have the app. Those Fucking were idiots. <laughs> Fucking morons. <laughs> How do you just not? How do you not hear that and just think chicks are fucked? Dude, like, can you? Can, when I, I can, read that, I was like, "You got to be fucking shitting me!" That how that's many chicks what they had you, to say? How many chicks do you picture so right now saying, "I don't know how to do it"? Exactly. How do you do it? How do you? Wait, what's it? Po- it's weird. There's an app yeah, that I have to get. What do you it's mean? Weird. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, and that's exactly why I fucking brought it up. Chicks are fucking idiots. Uh, how about this? This was a great fucking story. Um, this high school. Oh my god! So you got to respect the coach in a way because you know if you're not cheating, you're not trying, and all that kind of thing. Um, but this player got suspended right in high school football. Oh yeah. And what they did was they put that player in a freshman's jersey with the freshman jersey, uh, the freshman's name on the back, and he played. In the game. And supposedly, according to this article that Barstool quoted. They identified him by his tattoos. His tats gave it away. His tats gave it away. Yeah. Long sleeves, anybody? Yeah. You ever heard of long sleeves? Those long under armors. A couple of maybe some of those like just one of those. Maybe just a partial one. They wear them all the time. And then, and then, how about this? The, the week after that happened, the dude that was faking himself as the freshman had a huge game or whatever. And he said, oh, seeing that freshman go off like that inspired me. Dude, what are you trying to do? You're trying to, like, dunk on people? You're trying to, like, rub it in people's face? <laughs> Pretty funny. I guess that was before it all got or, figured out. Or maybe he was trying to, like, really put the fucking, like, really cheese it up. Like, say, if I say that, they'll be like, oh, yeah, it was a freshman. Wow. The great thing is the coach, and this is where I just absolutely love the connection to Seinfeld and George Costanza, is the coach says, oh, well, you know, that's a thing that happens. You know, like, they like switching jerseys. They're really into... uh they like doing that with each other for some reason. They like switching jerseys. Unbelievable. You can't make this stuff up. Yeah. Uh, more college cheating flaunted in terms of college football, this time at Clemson. I don't know if we talked about this, but I don't really care much for college football. Really? Yeah. I just, I don't know. The whole thing is just so, like, 
ridiculous to me. You know, like the fact that they pay for the best recruits and everything. I don't have a, I don't have a huge rooting interest. Um, I, you know, I follow Nebraska and Rutgers a little bit, but hmm. why Nebraska? Uh, uh, growing up, we ran a lot of option, and they oh, were always okay. the option team. So yeah. I'd, I'd be them in video games. Eric and Couch stuff. and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Lawrence Phillips, Tommy Frazier, fucking Tom Osborne. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, so I just I was just drawn to them. But you know, since obviously after moving back to New Jersey and going to a lot of Rutgers games, kind of follow them as yeah. well. Yeah. I know. I know they're in like the same fucking conference or whatever. I don't, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I, I just like the football. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, I've, I've. It's a lot of fun to watch college football, but I just can't like, I can't like live and die with a team. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I don't have any problem. Like, it's not like something where like if I see somebody watching college football or if I'm watching college football myself, I'll be like, whoa, what the fuck is this? You know what I mean? I'm not yeah. gonna fucking object. But it's just not something I get into. And in this case, it's coming out now how Clemson is basically just like, you know, getting grimy with like basically what they'll do is they'll buy a recruit's uncle's car wash business for let's say the business is worth $150,000 on a good day, right? They'll buy it for $650,000, these boosters, these group of boosters. They'll buy that business for that money. Yeah. And that's how they clean the money to these families. Um, which in a lot of ways, like, what can you say to that? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I what's mean, what's illegal about that? Yeah, no, nothing. So Clemson's got it on lockdown, but then it's just like, huh, that's interesting. What's the program that's been, like, totally kicking ass and just, like, absolutely <laughs> dominating for the last two or three years? <laughs> Clemson. Yeah. Huh, that's weird. You know, I'm just like, fuck college football. I don't know. Like, it's just... Um, actually it's, it's, it's toast. Is that, it looks like there's well, still there's, a little, uh... there is a little bit actually, cause just note that the, the filter is back here, Got it. but you'll, you'll, you're good with that, right? Yeah. You'll be good. Yeah. yeah. And I could actually, I wouldn't mind preparing another. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't object. You'd be able to, uh, drive. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah I, I, of course that how, sort of in some ways dark that that would be recorded, but I think we're, no, but I'm totally fine. I'm, I'm good. Um, anyway, I thought. Uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez tried to get a little bit too clever in her take on gentrification concerning the Bronx Joker stairs. Mm-hmm. Have you heard about this whole thing? Yeah, she said people should st- uh, stay away from the boogie down. Yeah, she said the Bronx is much safer now, and I'm happy to say that, but apparently she'd be happier if Taurus didn't still a take shithole. her selfie sticks to the borough. She said, I think the way a lot of us feel is like, uh, keep your Instagram posts outside of the boogie down like this is for us the fuck like again this whole she went to high school with my buddy in fucking westchester and see that's i i i i can't get enough of that that's that's just the best part of all of this but that being said even if she was legitimately from the bronx yeah stop it you're not doing anyone any favors by trying to act as though you're there's some legitimacy in closing your culture off from the rest of outside people and what I mean by that is, fuck the term cultural appropriation, okay? Yeah. It's so fucking stupid. Culture is appropriation. That's exactly what it is. How poignant. It's like people saying, oh, I like the way that guy wears his hair. Ooh, that's fucking cool how he allowed his facial hair to grow only on his upper lip. I'm going to fucking do that, too. You should write an editorial piece in the Sunday Times. <laughs> In the New York Times, could you imagine <laughs> yeah. ever seeing, if you ever see my fucking name. An op-ed. In in, in, as an op-ed in the New York Times, what would you do? Like, hey, 
How the fuck did that happen? <laughs> it who wouldn't gave, make any sense. Who gave that guy a column? Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, let's see. What else? Uh, okay, so you know what? This is good. Because remember how we talked a little bit about the uh, drag queen story time thing? Yeah. And you were saying how it's fine, how you would love to take your child. <laughs> it'd be drag fucking queen, hilarious. <laughs> drag queen story time. I think it'd be funny. Not, you were like, oh, it's not sexual. It's I, not yeah, it's like just comedic. <laughs> okay. What about this drag queen that flashed children because he wasn't wearing any underwear? <laughs> yeah, don't so show he kids. Gave your, him a Sharon Stone. Yeah, don't and show fucking basic yeah, basic yeah, instinct. It's, only yeah. with the twig and berries. Yeah, don't show don't show kids your dick. Well, but he did. Yeah, he shouldn't. But that's what fucking happens at drag okay. queen. Fucking now, but story that's time. I'm saying like that drag queen. But so what I'm saying is a a kind of sanitized one. Like I wouldn't. I don't. I'm not entirely averse to exposing my children to drag queens as long as the drag queens aren't exposing themselves to my children. Mm-hmm. No, that's a, that's a, that's a fair little. Like I don't weapon. think being a drag queen and exposing yourself to kids goes hand in hand. Uh, there are there are plenty of men who are not drag queens who sh- who are more than happy to show a kid my their point, dick. My point was always to make that there's something inherently sexual about what we know as drag queens. I I don't think so. I I. But that's because you use the term to catch all people who dress as something other than what their anatomy describes. But that's not... That's like saying... You're using it to describe like a streetwalker in the South Bronx. Because that's what a drag queen truly is. Is the the heavy makeup, the overdone... Well, well that... No, this is not... It's not transgender story time. But no, that's that's a feminizing. um, It's not transgender story time. But you can have a... I think it's almost cartoonish. Yeah. Yeah, but it's that's so that's not real. That's like Jess that's like Jessica Rabbit. You know, you, it's, wait, was Jessica Rabbit a drag queen? No, but what I'm saying is like it's like it's a cartoonish sexuality. It's not it's not really if you now showing showing kids your dick crosses but that it's line. A sexuality though, that's the thing. Like drag but queen I don't, is a is a fetish thing. I just farted, but to the same uh to the same degree What does that have to do with anything? I just was just letting you know because when you eventually smell it. Um this I mean it's as as I'm covering sec- up my face. It's as sexualized as, you know, uh Ursula in the Little Mermaid having a fucking a huge rack. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's just it's like a it's Did that like, turn you on that she had a huge rack? Um no, I, she, you know, she was, I always thought she was a bit of a cunt. Um, but, like, it's that's, the same. That's fair. That checks out. It's the same, th- I, you know, it's the same thing. It's like, yeah, there's, like, a sprinkle of, like, cartoonish sexuality to it. But it's not, like, it's not erect cock sexuality. It's like, all right, kids, this is something you're going to encounter in your lives. We're not going to, you know, hit you in the face with it uh, just yet. But here's kind of a, a cartoonish version, so you know you're aware that there's this thing out there that you're gonna run into eventually. It's not, you know. Again, you're not showing them if if the if the cross dressers are, are are you know they're doing a dildo show during this story hour, then it'd be a different thing. But you, just you know, again, if, again, just, you know, just don't cross dresser. Don't show them your dick. Different term, cross dresser. Drag queen is where it takes it into a different area. I think drag. That's my point. I think the drag queen is is a is less sexual. I think they're almost like poking fun at the idea of sexuality in some ways. 
There's something fitting about the fact that we started out talking about jerking off, possibly using porn, possibly not, possibly using your imagination, and uh, wet dreams as yeah. well. And then we closed up shop talking a little bit about drag queens yeah, and uh, drag queens telling stories. But I will also have one little addendum. I was on the train the other day, and that's a good tie-in too because we've talked a lot about trains. And uh, this woman was on the phone with her kid. I hate that. At least I, I can only assume that it was her kid. That I hate. Writing her child's whole fucking stupid response to an email in response to an employment opportunity. And it was just so viscerally damaging because I was like, this I hate is hearing peak 2019 what a fucking shit. What a fucking cunt for being on the phone on the train. Yes. Yes. A huge problem. With yes. That. And I hate that as well. And the fact that she was saying to every single line of this email, no, no, no. Yeah. Right, say this. Do you realize how that's more confident? Do you realize that? And I was just like, oh, yeah. God. Oh, Maybe. oh God. Yeah, I mean, I obviously I don't know the um, the situation. Like, I don't know what their specific situation is. Maybe the maybe the kid's a little fucking stunad, and like this is stunod. like a, a uh, an oper- a big opportunity. Mm-hmm. So his parents are like, hey, look, under normal circumstances, we you know you should we should, we would think you know that the kid make his own fucking mistakes, but like, what if this is like. You know, he could get, you know, the, 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 the family friend's firm has an opening. And as oh, long so you're defending this now. I'm, I'm just kind of saying, is there a scenario in which, as a parent, you kind of have to fucking walk your kid through the process because maybe they're just, you know, maybe this is just something like there is the situation where now because she's doing because she would do it on while on the train, I I tend to think that this is probably not the case, but I can think of a case where, uh, you know, look, we could, you know, the whole fuck it, yeah, let him, he's got to make his mistakes and learn from him. Look, he's, you know, he's 32, we, we got to get him off the fucking couch or whatever, or like the kids whiffed. All right, you're willing to take it in a place that I wasn't. In that scenario, they're fine. Yeah, I can I can picture scenarios where the the parents just like I gotta fucking take this thing over and make sure this happens. In that scenario, I guess I'm okay with it. But and I'd I, also like to congratulate your use of Stunod. Um, thank you, thank you, Grazie. Mm-hmm. Um, but this person does not sound like that person. No, no, I'd certainly think not. Anyway, uh, we've enjoyed some Pacifico Clara, uh, some Cerveza. The Pacifico. We've enjoyed some uh, hard seltzer, some IPA, a little bit of candy. Uh, yeah, a, a goodly amount of chocolate. Actually, not the Whoppers. I'm kind of pumped about the only thing you. Have. <laughs> no one wants a fucking Whopper. <laughs> Just why no did one. they put those in the bag? Why did they put those in the mix? Malted. Who wants the Whoppers? Fucking milk milk balls. And again, sound so much better than and they again, actually they're are. Not. That bad. If I had left these for you in your place of work for the next two weeks, they would get eaten. Oh yeah, but they're not. Them. But they're just they're they're the last possible option, yeah. and they're in that <laughs> bowl right now, and they're in that bowl hard. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, this has been the most American podcast ever created. Eat your whoppers. Happy Halloween, and uh, he's Mike Montone. I'm James Flippin. Heaven's very good. <laughs>
presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Oh, here's your blessing. The most American podcast ever created. You sick fuck. Take him out. Go yeah. fuck yourself. How about that? First of all, he has to ask this on every car over and over and over again. Have you observed how you, how no, incredibly fucking stupid and need. slow they no, are? Look. I'm fully in favor of transit riders just being treated like absolute fucking cattle. These are the people who are slowing me down. You're sitting there. You're getting to where you're going. What do you mean? The people. engineer doesn't know shit. Nobody could pay for the ticket. These are the Nobody sa- could pay, and they'd still get to where they're going. This has been a Flippin' Out Radio production. The preceding was a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Find our other great shows on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and at radiomisfits.com. Thank you. Thank you.